Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, rounding out the crew today as we navigate the latest boating news and information. All right, and, uh, you know, sometimes we talk about me and my adventures as a boater, because they do exist, despite what uh, Patrick and Barry and Rusty and, well, Mike has never really Still not a boater. What do you mean, still not a boater? I am a boater, and I'm going to prove it about a month from today. Because uh, this week, uh, my you family... Bought, you bought Barry's boat. I did not buy Barry's boat, no. You bought a boat. I did not, but I'm going to lease one for a week. Really? A yeah. boat? I, I am going to lease hmm. a boat for a week. A boat? Yeah. A ship. Nah, a wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, yeah, I'm gonna I'm going to rent a cruise ship for a week. A cruise ship is Matter not fact, a boat. Matter of fact, the highest rated cruise ship in the world well of course nothing but the best for you uh in 2019 well, yeah the celebrity if edge, you're gonna rent I'm going rent if yeah what if you're gonna rent an entire ship that means you're bringing us all along for free right <laughs> you're funny i know <laughs> greg no actually greg you guys greg, are invited greg for the uh small price of a full well full price cabin look me uh, in the, look me in the eye yeah, I am, as always. Did you book another cruise? I just said so, yeah. And I did it. My family forced me. Well, you I mean, didn't say fa- you booked a cruise. What you said is you I'm rented, renting a boat that's for a not, week. That's, that's not booking a cruise. That's the same thing. No, it's not. It's kind of the same. Uh, I think it counts. Nope. Yep. Nope. All right. The, you're you're the, renting a small percentage well, that's of fine. A, ship, a, li- uh, a little, a little hubble, fractional. Hubble. What is it? Uh, a fractional yeah, it's ownership. Not, it's not even fractional. Fractional yeah. ownership. <laughs> you can't say it either. <laughs> so look, you know, I, I am, but but it is the celebrity edge. This thing is state of the art. It won all kinds of uh, awards last year. It just it started sailing like at the end of uh, 2018. Most people sick. No, most ports no, delayed. That's not true at all. This is really cool. It has a thing on it called the magic carpet. And it has like a overhanging uh, patio on the side of the boat that was designed to help with, uh, you know, you know, like tenders and things. So they could l- like like an elevator uh, patio on the side of the boat that will lower up and down. You mean that thing that they've had on aircraft carriers forever? No, it's not on the side of the boat, not on the back, not on the butt. It's a ship, not a aircraft boat. carriers. Lifts aren't on the rear of the boat. Okay, well, whatever. I don't know what it is. It's called the magic carpet. What do you What do you want from me? An explanation. Of I'm trying what, to explain what in the world you're talking about. Uh, it's It's a magic carpet. It lowers up and down. It's in, It's about midship, but it's an elevator in the middle. Yeah, but it's a patio kind of thing, and so it gives you this big deck on the water. They can lower it to uh, you know water height, create this uh, massive platform for people to get on and off of the uh, tenders, and then when they're not doing that. Mm-hmm. They they raise it up and they turn it into a bar, into a restaurant, you know, out over the water. I mean, it's kind of a cool idea. It's a novel, new cruise ship idea. 
that uh, Celebrity has uh, thrown out there. So I'm going to be on it for a whole week. I am renting a ship for a week. Where are you going? Uh, Key West, Cozumel, and let's see, to another spot. I forget well, the other Mexican port. And then uh, Grand Cayman. So, you know, what? that's Western Caribbean, right? Yeah. Is it that one where Andy Dufresne has his boat rental business? I don't know. Is it uh, Barry? I don't even know who that is. So no, I have no idea. I'm I'm looking up the ship now to see what it looks like. You it's guys have sweet. no idea who Andy Dufresne is. I I really don't care. Why what? Why would I care? Wow. Is he like the guy Ferrari of uh, it's one of the most famous boat rental agencies in Mexico? Oh, okay. Well, I've never been to Mexico. How would I know that? See, you, well, you should go on the if cruise you, with me. If you've me. been anywhere near a book for the last 25 years, you should know who Andy Dufresne is. If you've been in a movie theater in the last 25 years, you should know who Andy Dufresne is. If you know who Tim Robbins is. I know who Tim Robbins ah, is. That, yeah. I, know who, I know who he is. He's mm-hmm. yeah. the movie you should, guy, you, right. You should know, then you should know who Andy Dufresne is. Why? The, the name sounds familiar. I just don't, you know, it is doesn't he an actor too? Ring a bell. With me, he you're you're saying that he runs or owns a massive Mexican boat rental place from a movie. I didn't say massive. You're making I you're making some ma- movie reference that neither Barry or I are probably ninety well, percent of the. Oh other. no, I guarantee you, ninety percent of the audience knows exactly Which movie? who I'm talking. Are you about. ready? Uh, uh, go ahead and fill in for Shawshank the Redemption. Okay, okay, I haven't watched that movie in years. I don't care. Wait, wait, wait. Was he an actor in it or a director or what? It was, Tim Robbins played oh, Andy Dufresne. Oh, okay. Oh, now, now we know. Oh, the actual person. Right. No, see, the anime character. See, the I'm, anime, I'm no, no, out okay. traveling the world and not wasting my time catching up with old movies. Oh, he's the what? He's the one that went to Mexico, and the yeah. last thing you saw, he was like working on a boat, and he turned that into a rental company. Yeah. Okay. Wow, that is pretty cool. And uh, an obscure reference. Not, obs- not obscure, not that familiar. Academy with award-winning the, movie, that particular movie, but that's okay. Whatever. Uh, oh, I, I'm looking at this ship. Yeah, and it's pretty uh, sweet, isn't it? It looks like they just stuck a, a hoist on the side of the ship. You see two rails that go down to the oh, water line. It, it looks like someone took. Hey, let's go stick two rails on the side of a ship so people can go up and down. Look, look. I'm surprised it's not a block and tackle with crew members hauling ropes. Hey, they might clean windows when they're going up and down too. I don't know. It's uh, you know, it's functional as well as, well as uh, you know, setting a new trend possibly. Why it is the why don't, first. Why don't you just go to Mexico and rent a boat there? Because it's uh, the family wants to do that. My fo- folks no, really they love. Don't. My no, they folks don't. love cruising, and I'm going. It's a family thing, so that's really why. It's because they don't trust him, Captain. They they know if he becomes if he's the captain of the a boat that he rents, they'll get lost. You you'll hear about them his five son, weeks later in the son news. Max is an engineer at a boat manufacturer. Max can drive. Not only can Max drive the boat, Max can design it, right. build it, and mm-hmm. drive it all yeah. in one shot. Yeah. He's not going, by the way, on this. <laughs> That's the You reason. just said... Okay, wait. Well, hold on. Hold I'm on. talking about my folks, not my kids. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get away from them. You Let's the be real. the worst ever. Okay. Anyway, so that's when I... This, uh, and it's booked for Father's Day. <laughs> maybe. Uh, but this cruise... Uh, this Celebrity Edge uh, uh, cruise ship from Celebrity is literally, you know, it's a brand new type of cruise ship. You, there's a lot of uh, uh, innovation. Does this one float? I mean, does it do something? What it, does it, it do does different? That. Does it have well, a go-kart track? Well, I just told you track? that. 
It has a, have a, a, a some Ferris unique, wheel. It, uh, actually, no, I don't think it has Ferris. The last boat I had had a Ferris wheel, by the of way. Of course it did. Yeah. Or no, a carousel. I think this is more, <laughs> I think this ship's designed more for adults than for uh, kids. Yeah. Hello. Why do you think I'm going, Barry? Do you do you know the amount? Uh, you're going because you're probably getting a free trip through your parents. That is incorrect. Uh, it's, not, <laughs> it's not cheap, I, but we got an okay deal. It's not, you know okay. we we uh, you know we we shop. You know, they have hour, another but. ship called the Apex too. Well, that doesn't start uh, sailing until I think April first. So you're not on the newest ship that could be out there. If you we are because it doesn't sh- you know it doesn't start sailing until after we go. So did you not hear me, Barry? Listen, Barry, listen. Oh, no, I heard you, but you said you're going to be on the newest ship. The newest ship will I am. be sailing April 1st. Right, but that is not going to be sailing when we do sail on March 1st. So it is still their newest ship Do you for know Celebrity. But also, regardless, this new design won all kinds of awards last year from like Cruise Critic and all the, you know, cruise rating services. So the people thing who have no a lot vested of interest in getting people to go on cruise ships or go to their websites. I got you. What? Yeah. What kind of nonsense are you, do you talking? Do you know the amount of hate messages we get on the Roll the Boating Facebook page? Yes. Hello. When you start talking. Not about we get, me. Look, we are the a, world you, of boating. When, we are not just when power start, boaters. We are not just sail boaters. We are not just personal water boating. Hey, look, it's hey, not if you're on boating. a boat, you are no, boating. No. Yes. We're wrong. <laughs> I am not. I am never wrong. Even when I'm wrong, I'm not wrong. You are wrong. <laughs> Cruising is not boating. Okay. There is a there is a huge difference. Okay. And as as evidenced by the amount of dislikes that we get when you start talking about Greg booked another cruise. Greg's talking about going on a cruise again. Yeah. Greg's talking about his cruise experience. Spending family time. This is what they like to do. Because so it's not I lower boating. my standards, and I'm like, okay, I'll go on a cruise with them. Yeah. And you know what? These new boats that they have are actually pretty impressive. Ships. Technical, uh, technically, and and all the new uh, features and stuff is, is pretty, pretty impressive what they have done. You wouldn't have thought this was even possible 10 years ago. So, you know, these floating mega yachts and, and ships and things like that. I mean, I, I, I find them interesting. And, and there's a portion of the public that uh, agrees with me. A large portion. The portion that is always right. Look, Patrick, if I uh, agreed with you, we'd both be wrong. So we'll just leave it at that and continue on with more on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK seven resin to their exclusive power claw latches nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear plus nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market the company has been around for over 15 years but it's new to the u.s so we've made a small number of nano cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scuba radio.com go there now and check out nanook the evolution of protection 
an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Looks like one ship was saved today, a relationship. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. That is me. I am a boater. Despite what the rest of the crew says, I'm going on a boat a month from today. And it's a really, really big one. It'll be quite the boating adventure. And they're just jealous. But uh, Captain Patrick and uh, Barry the Boater are those crew members that I'm uh, referencing. But we'll we'll let that lie for now. Still I mean, not, I understand you got to be a hater when you can't uh, do some of these cool adventures that I do. Still not a boater. So we'll uh, go navigate through some other boating news and information that maybe we can all agree are real boating stories. Still Fair not enough. A boater. Fair that's enough. All, that's all I'm going to say. I can't hear you until you start talking sense. So please continue. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're going to talk um, a subject that a lot of boaters who uh, have cabin-style boats. Um, oh, you mean have big uh, cabins on these uh, big cruise ships? Is that what you're talking about? I didn't think so. Okay, go ahead. It's 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 a subject that a lot of people, it, they don't find to be very interesting, if you will, which is perfect for radio. Um <laughs> But the National Electric Code um, is stepping up their power regulation requirements for 2020. Now, this is important because I think the last time they revised the code was 2011 or 2012. And why this matters is it regulates how marinas and boatyards wire their docks. For shore power. Okay. Okay. So is this uh, across the board for the entire U.S. or just it's, boat docks or marinas? It's, it's across the board. Okay. And it's going to involve boatyards, marinas, you know, uh, and it really should, if you're having a boat slip put in and you're doing shore power uh, at your dock behind your house, the wiring is vastly different than what's in your house. Um, unfortunately, people want to go the inexpensive route. So, you know, like they'll 
run an extension cord out to their dock and they'll bury it in their yard mm-hmm. and they'll tie wrap it up the side of a piling, you know, and then they'll get a pigtail um, that they can plug into it that will then hook up to the shore power. And it, but it's dangerous. It, it it's there's things there that aren't going to happen with your boat that need to happen in those situations. The biggest thing is galvanic protection. Okay. All right. Um, but what's happened with these standards, and the reason why this matters, especially for older boats, say boats that were built, uh, I'll even say going back even five years ago, because even though this last time they updated the code was 2011, 2012, it didn't require existing marinas to upgrade or change or to come into compliance with this. It merely was for new construction. New construction. Right. So they okay. were grandfather, grandfathered in. Right. right. But the reason why this matters on older boats is when they're using shore power, the tolerances for voltage leakage have gotten a lot tighter. So what you could get away with 10 years ago, what was acceptable, now you go to a marina that's got the new updated code, and now all of a sudden, your ground fault interruption, your red light is coming on, and you don't have a good connection, and your boat's not being protected. And what happens for manufacturers, boat manufacturers, boat builders, is they start getting phone calls, hey, there's something wrong with my boat, and we delve into this situation, and first of all, we have to make them aware of the change in the code. Right. Then two, you know, the the old marina that you were at, did you ever have a problem? No. Are you at a newer marina? Well, yeah. I am. Or are you at an older marina and they've recently, uh, you know, uh, redid all their wiring? Well, yes, they did. So you start getting into this and the marina can't change their wiring. So the issue really is then with the boat. And now what you've got to do is you've got to find out what is causing the volt voltage leakage mm-hmm. and then you get into i had one customer call me and it was like yeah i called an abyc certified electrician. the guy told me it'd be like six thousand dollars need to rewire the whole boat i said no absolutely not so i'm gonna send you a sheet these are the most common causes for this type of issue that get encountered so want to go through that list barry are you with me Wake up, Barry. Yeah, I'm, 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 no, I'm already thinking about zincs and grounds well, and stuff like that. Here, mm. Here's what tends to be the, the biggest culprits. Number one, shore power cords. A bad shore power cord, a faulty shore power cord, a cord that's been cut, you know, and it's been taped back together or mm-hmm. butt spliced. <laughs> so you're talking about the boat owner's The boat cord. owner's shore power yeah. cord. Again, the issue isn't going to be... I shouldn't say the chances of the issue being with the dock that's been wired to the new code is going to be very slim. Mm-hmm. Okay. More often than not, we find that the issue is with the boat, but not that the boat was built faulty. It was built to the code at that time. But now the, the again, those tolerances are so much tighter that what voltage leakage could pass in, in the past now is getting picked up by these newly wired marinas docks and again your gf your ground fault interruption your 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 uh shore power light from green to red red goes on and it's telling you you got a bad connection mm-hmm. okay so shore power cords is one thing that you want to look at and shore power cords are not 
necessarily cheap. But if you've got a bad end, you can go and you can put a new end on it. You go to, to, to a marine supply store, not anyone in particular, but let's say somebody like West Marine, and you buy a Hubble um, shore power end, and you know you change it just like you would do on your extension cord. You know, mm-hmm. you don't go and trash an extension cord in your house because you know the the prong broke off. You go out to the store, you buy a, an end for you know three bucks, and you go and you rewire it. It's not a big deal. So you can do that. But with your you got to wa- cords. But what? But you've got to wire it exactly the way. Yes, you do. It was wired before. If you switch the wires around, you're going to be setting off all kinds of alarms. Right. And again, it's not like what you would encounter with your household wiring or with an extension cord the wiring is it's it's a it's it's different so short power cords turn turn out to be a a big culprit other things bad battery chargers or battery chargers that are starting to fail can throw voltage um refrigerators ice makers um these can all be sources of throwing voltage and causing an issue well have you had this happen barry what do you think no, no, but if you buy, let's say you want to you want to get a new battery charger, you look at the price of a marine built charger versus going over to your local auto parts store. People are going to get an auto parts charger because it's cheaper. And the same thing comes with these smaller refrigerators that maybe they may have marinized refrigerators that are set up for this versus you know, getting it at a local box store. Yeah, go cheap, so, you might have problems. For Marine. I think is what he's trying to say, which is uh, makes sense. More coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, a boater. All right, so you might have some issues with voltage leakage and these new uh, parameters that are out there for electric that uh, have, have already went, to, went into effect already. Is that right, Patrick, or are they getting ready to with new construction it's, at it's, marinas? And things re- like- re- they are currently being revised for okay. the 2020 National Electrical Code. All right, and this may cause some triggers on your boat. With electrical issues, if your boat well, has uh, been built up to older standards, and then you have some issues like uh, with voltage leakage, we were talking about uh, shore power cords. It could that that could be a culprit, uh, you know, triggering this. And it doesn't mean for we need need to be clear. This doesn't mean that you're going to set off a fire or anything if you have these faults. It's just this new standard might trigger some alarms when you're trying to uh, use shore power. Do I got that right? No, you're completely wrong. Okay. So, um, <laughs> thank you. It's just what I do here the, at the World of Boating. The issue becomes if we if we don't have a good shore power connection. Okay, we can still it we can still get power. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we but it, the the system is telling us that the connection is not good that there's a problem. Right. And depending on where you're at and for what length of time. That can cause an issue, especially when it comes to the galvanic protection of your boat, because now your boat more than likely is not being protected galvanically. And in fact, your boat is probably throwing out all kinds of stray current, which is now attacking every other boat that's around it. Hmm. Not good. 
No, you don't want that. No. So again, shore power cords, battery chargers, ice makers, ice makers, refrigerators. Um, in their ways to like zero in on a particular appliance with like a some kind of sensor or filter or something. Process of elimination. You I mean, just unplug them. Can go down and and hit the breakers. Okay, you that know. Would make I mean, sense. You, it's you. You can do this. The other thing that I have come across, I'll tell you when we come back. Oh, okay. A little tease from Captain Patrick. He is really getting better at this whole world of boating radio show. And look, what twelve years? It's all it took. More coming up. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. What type of boat do you see yourself in? Well, I'm not sure, but I, what I do know that I need to be out in the open sea. Well, you got to ask yourself some questions. Do you like speed? Do you like to hear the roar of an engine? Do you want to get from point A to point B as quickly as possible? If that turns you on, then you want a powerboat. Okay, that's it. That's it. Power. That's me. Well, that's yes. one way to go. But maybe you want to slow down. You know, listen to the wind and the water. Have sunrise and sunset as your only clock. Know that you can go around the world on less than a tank of gas. Now, if that sounds good to you, then maybe you're sailors. This is not a hobby. This, it's a lifestyle. I was riding on the Mayflower and I thought I'd spot some land. I yelled for Captain e Rib, I have you understand. Who came running to the deck, said, boys, forget the wheel. We're going over yonder, cut the engines, change the sails. Haul on the bowline, we sang that melody like all tough sailors do when they're far away at sea. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater. We are your crew navigating the latest boating news and information and making sure you're not leaking any uh, voltage uh, because it could create a problem at uh, some newly wired marinas that have to abide by a new code. Well, again, this is, this is well, this is going back again. I think the last code change was 2011, 2012, mm-hmm. and then they're getting ready to revise it again. And if you want to get into the minutia section 555.35 subsection a subsection one addresses shore power receptacles with individual gfp e not to exceed 30 milliamps section 555.35 subsection a subsection two addresses 15 and 20 amp receptacles for other than shore power with class a ground fault circuit interrupter protection four to six milliamps being provided in accordance with NEC 210.8, Section 555.35, Subsection A, Subsection 3. Okay, I really didn't want to get into that minutiae. <laughs> uh, but regardless, uh, you know, Barry has a voltage, uh, what, a galvanized, what is it, what kind of meter it's that you're pointing ga- at us? It's called, a, it's called a galvanometer, and it does measure um, leakage all the way down from uh, zero to five milliamps. How about that? So he pointed it at me, and I I showed no leakage, but he pointed at Captain Patrick, and there was a lot of, you had a lot of leakage. Do we need to change your chair, or do you need to change your shorts or anything there, Patrick? Uh, It's a new chair. um, Okay, moving on. No. Anyway, 
uh, we're up to code. Well, one of the things that you want to look at that I wanted to talk about, if you if you have this issue, and especially if you've had any work done in your engine room, um, or certainly if you're in a saltwater environment and you've, as engine rooms tend to be, mm-hmm. a wet environment, a lot of nuisance water at times, um, is your bonding system. Because I've also had customers that have traced down their issue when I mentioned bonding wires they are like, what's a bonding wire? Then you say, okay, mm-hmm. this is this is going to be to your to your seacock. This is going to be to your trim tabs. If you've got stainless stanchions for a swim platform that are screwed in or through bolted to your transom, those should be bonded as well. And if you've got somebody that's been stomping around your engine room, or if you've had an engine out and somebody stepped on one of these wires, it's very possible that one has come loose, has come out of its connector, its ring terminal as broken mm-hmm. um you know if you've been around boats as a boater um especially in engine rooms like this greg you would know that especially you know seacocks and strainers in a saltwater environment even keeping a, a an engine room spotlessly clean are still going to tend to get some um how would we want to say funk uh corrosion not yeah yeah like a, a very nice patina you know they, they're gonna right. get oh that's corrosion you know they, they're gonna they're gonna get they're gonna get aged you know so even when you're keeping it you know spotlessly clean wiping it down those things being metal are still going to bear the brunt and those connectors that are attached to them can bear the brunt as well this is why you have to inspect 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 in fact i had a customer this past week that what do you got barry i would say it isn't even just looking at the connection it's sometimes you have to unscrew it because it will corrode between the bolt and the connector and the 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 nut Mm -hmm. you won't see the corrosion unless you unscrew it and then you may see a white uh powdery residue on there and that's from the 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 material itself disintegrating underneath that that nut oxidizing so sometimes right? you have to take oxidizing you yeah. have to sometimes take it apart and clean it and then put whatever type of marine uh either adhesive or something to seal it up or a grease on it to keep it from corroding yeah you, a little you bit of use, boat use, CR, use crc yeah you know, okay. use some crc all right I, something like that but you know kind of on an off topic there that what you bought up is the amount of uh navigation lights uh, bow lights, stern lights that get, oh, it's not working. We got to replace the whole thing. No, 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 no. Unscrew it. Take the cap off. Take the little glass cylinder out. Take a little bit of sandpaper and hit the underside of the contacts, hit mm-hmm. the, the, the the top and bottom of the bulb, put it back in. Now tell me what you got. Oh, it's working. Yeah. See, now you don't have to go buy a $150 bow light. You know, right. um, you could do that if you want. You yeah. could, but you could also just go and do maintenance and especially in a saltwater environment um and that's not to say that doesn't happen in freshwater too sometimes freshwater can be as corrosive and as problematic as salt Uh, but these bonding wires you know that's something that you need to be aware of that's something that can cause this issue as well and knowing your boat intimately um and where those bonding wires are where the bond block is and knowing um, to check these things, and if you're in a new marina, and all of a sudden, after 15 years 
for 20 years and now you've gone to a new marina and now you're getting this, you know, your shore power isn't right. It's not that the boat isn't right. The boat was built to code at the time. The codes have changed. And now there is, without a doubt, there's a device on your boat that is throwing voltage. And it's usually a sign that that device is starting to fail. Hmm. One thing to to don't to to also look at with that is if your boat has a galvanic protection system. Okay, is that uh, where you would use uh, Barry's voltage meter and uh, like point it at the appliance? Will that work for that too, or no? Can you use it in that way? I I've never used that. That looks. I think that was made by Marconi. Yeah, <laughs> but would it, it still would, works? Does, uh, would it work like that, Barry? Could you actually hook that up well, to the ice maker or something and go, "Hey, it's throwing voltage somehow," or no? The the only thing is, is I am not sure how you're supposed to hook this up. It doesn't look like a permanent device. Yeah, I don't think you point what, it at the device, Greg, and say, "Well, nah. Nah. <laughs> if it shocks you, think, you I know think, you got an issue. If it doesn't, you're the, good." No, the easy the easiest way to figure it out is as as Captain Patrick implied is that. If you pop a breaker at the marina, then you start pulling breakers one at a time and replugging it back in and seeing if it still pops the marines marina's breaker. And sooner or later, you get to hit the right breaker that turns off whatever component it is in the boat, and you're going to be able to turn on the marine breaker again. And if it doesn't pop, then you found the component that's causing your possible problem. Okay. Well, yeah, process of elimination, but it's not popping right. a breaker, and is it? It's just throwing it, it, a it, it warning. Could, it could pop the breaker. It, it could. could. It could give you a that you've got a faulty Fault. shore power connection. Got it. Okay. And the last thing I wanted to mention, which I was talking about, was again, if your boat has a galvanic protection system, now your engines, Mercruisers got Mercathodes. Okay. Um, Volvo Penta is going to have their galvanic protection system. The boat should have one as well most commonly would be something from pro mariner and it's usually mounted behind the acdc panel which one back in black or for those about to rock so when those start to fail it's 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 really just it's like a almost like a looks like a heat sink with bonding wires attached to either side of it and then usually there's a monitor panel by your acdc panel that will alert you uh if you've got an issue there in addition to a light on your ACDC panel that, you know, you've got a green light and you've got a red light. So, so if so, Angus's horns are lit up, that's not, that's not what you want. So again, you want to make sure that you know your boat, you know your boat systems, especially if you're buying a pre-owned boat that's been a, through a couple previous owners. Uh, I've had some where that monitor panel for the galvanic protection system is gone and it's just a base that's sitting there and customers call up and they say, uh, yeah, what's supposed to be here? And it's like, okay, this, this is what's supposed to be there. And, uh, you know, here's the part number you can contact the vendor or find one online and, you know, go about your, your day for those about to boat. We salute you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Oh, it's a good day when you can make, uh, those blood vessels and captain Patrick's forehead pop. Just a little bit beyond normal. Should just talk about dolphins and boobs. Okay, that's coming up next on The World of Boating. You're listening to The World of Boating Radio Network.
explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Who are you? Uh, we're from the... Uh state mental institution uh we chartered the boat we're going to go fishing and uh that's all there is to it but i won't cry myself This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate. That is me, along with Captain Patrick and Barry the Boater, rounding out the crew. All right, so uh, Patrick said we're going to talk about uh, dolphins and boobs, or actually in German, that would be boobin. I learned that. I just got back from Germany. We'll hear all about that adventure next week on the big show. But, Do we uh, have to? Yeah, of course. Well, since it's down in, in towards Barry's area, dolphins and boobs, can you believe what's going on this past NFL season with Tannehill? With yeah, Tannehill. he's doing great ever since he left. <laughs> I know. There you go, Greg. Dolphins and boobs. Hmm. Okay. That wasn't really what I was thinking. I've, well, too bad. Hmm. I fulfilled my requirement. Farfed Nugan. I don't think I said it right. Daggone it. I'll get it right by next week. Anyway, what else do we have to navigate through before we wrap it up? We covered all the galvanization issues that you might pop, that might pop up on your boat and trigger this this warning with this new electrical system. Well, right? the, the the last thing to close that out is this: if if you have a boat and you are looking at adding electrical components, 
there are standards uh, by the ABYC, the NMMA, uh, the Coast Guard, um, and possibly on a future show we might talk about the uh, the turf wars that are building um, between those agencies. Between, what, the Jets and the Cribs? No, or between the, the between ABYC, the-, the NMMA, oh. the Coast Guard, and, and how it it really muddies the waters for boat builders in what standards are to be followed, issued by whom. Hmm. Um, it's, it's getting to be really problematic. Um, but if you've got a boat and you're looking at installing stuff, maybe, maybe, you know, this past Christmas season, you got some cool gadgets, things like that. I know Barry's done some installations, you know, on his boat by himself. Um, but you, you have to make sure that you're doing it to code and that you're not doing something. And I think I, I may have used this example before on a, on a previous show, but Many, many, many years ago, again, because I've, I've been doing this since I was a teenager, um, I had a customer bought in a, a 23-foot pocket cruiser, and they had some electrical issues, and I go to check in the boat and go down the cabin. The first thing I see is that there is a window AC unit that has been mounted in the forward anchor locker bulkhead. Hmm. He's okay. creative. There you go. No. He's got it on a Black Friday well, sale. He's, he's creative in the fact that any condensation is going to drain into the anchor locker and mm. go out through the weep hole. So that was actually pretty smart. What wasn't smart was that he put a window-mounted AC unit in his boat, mm-hmm. okay, and he ran his the power cord from the unit down the port side bolster, knotted an extension cord to it, ran the extension cord to the ACDC panel, and then hardwired it right to the ACDC panel. Ouch. <laughs> so it was one of those phone calls where it was like, um, for sake of argument, Mr. Jones, um, this is Patrick at such and such. Your boat will be sitting out our gate. You need to come get your boat. Well, what? Did you fix it already? I said, cannot work on it. I can't. I we can't even have it on property. Why not? Because it's it's, a, it's not wired to code. I mean, we we can't knowingly work on this, especially any electrical issues, which apparently may have been caused by this extremely um, hazardous and illegal uh, issue. I had another customer who came into Port Canaveral. They were they were actually doing a great loop. Um, they were, in fact, they were the couple. They were doing a great loop, and their sea ray that they had put. I was like eight. 15,000 hours on. It was some crazy number. Finally gave out on them when they were up in the Great Lakes and they bought a Regal, a 38. Mm-hmm. And they had an outlet issue, I think, when they were coming down. They were on the lower end of the Mississippi. And when they were over in Port Canaveral, I went over there and met with them. And they were like, hey, while you're here, can you look at this? And I pulled the outlet out. And it is electrical tape and acorn nuts and some god-awful mess. And I was like, who wired this? I thought they did. And they're like, oh, it was such and such, you know, out of, you know, uh, wherever, you know, Biloxi or whatever. And it was like, yeah, we're, we're going to be here a little while. I got to, I got to get this, this mess straightened out because it was, it was, it was, that was a fire hazard. Hmm. That was a potential, this, this boat. Yeah. It, it can, this, this is going to be an issue. So if you're doing your own wiring, if you're not sure, don't assume don't always trust what you see on YouTube, you know, the, the do-it-yourself type of thing. If you're not sure, 
have a marine repair center, some an ABYC certified electrician, somebody who's knowledgeable and is going to make sure that it's done right. And especially when it comes to bonding systems, um, making sure grounds are correct, um, that you've got the appropriate size breakers, uh, overcurrent protection put in for that device, and that that's readily accessible. If it's something that needs to be tied into a battery switch system, make sure that's done as well. That's right. Yeah, don't use that standard that uh, maybe I would use or Barry might use, which is when you do the wiring and you flip the switch and it doesn't blow up. Hey, it's good to go. Now, Barry does his. his, Pretty No explosions. It means it was a success. Barry is 100% on them. I already know. I already know. You you know he doesn't see any pictures. He's 100%. He has no acorn nuts behind his outlets, is what you're saying. No. That's a euphemism for something that is very disturbing. And on that note, we're going to wrap it up. (laughs) Till next time, remember, whether it's sail or motor, life is better as as a boater. boater. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN. Ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the World of Boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com. 